Welcome to the Fellowship Family Podcast. My name is Daniel McGarry. I'm the creative pastor here at Fellowship. And today we are joined by Chance Taylor, who is with uh, Memphis Young Life. So Chance, tell us a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself. How'd you get to Fellowship? All that stuff. Yes. So my name is Chance Taylor. Like he said, I am staff at Memphis Central High School. The high school. The high school. And I also do work with the University of Memphis, ultimately college in life, um, all around the city. Yeah. I got involved at fellowship. Um, not ironically, but my young life leader took me to fellowship when I was in high school. So it's come full circle now, huh? Yes. <laughs> so high school was how long ago for you? I graduated 2017, so he probably brought me around 2016. And I was here in Memphis? Here in Memphis. All right. Same location. Hey, Central? Uh, now I went to Millington Central High School. Okay. He was area director in Millington, which is the Shelby Tipton County area. Um, it's not connected with Memphis, but uh, in a way it is, yeah. um, but not specifically. And so he was on staff there, area director, and started following Christ um, seriously. And he invited me to church and he would ask me questions after the service. I remember seeing um, Jason Cook and loving hearing him preach and speak and it was amazing yeah so um you came to fellowship when 2016 2016 so oh man you've been around for a while i have so how did you get involved then with with young life and specifically in in the area that you're at now yes so um i got involved in young life i remember the, the story i love to tell is i was a football player and I took my, like, I took football very seriously. And my friends were going to Young Life. And I remember my friend uh, Nick would say, hey, come to Young Life. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was just like, um, I'm ready to just lift and go home, play the game. And he was like, there's 50 cent wings at this wing spot. Let's go get wings and we'll go to club. And I was like, all right, whatever. And got our wings, walked like, over a, a couple of miles it felt like to get the club because our ride didn't show up and I remember walking in and seeing total just it felt like chaos it was just kids singing having a good time and I was like what is going on they were singing the fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song <laughs> and the night just got crazy like it just was so much fun I would the games the singing the energy I saw like you know the starters the star football players there the cheerleaders and I was like so everybody's here but me um and then things start to slow down and you uh Luke Sadler was uh up front reading from the bible and he spoke about Jesus in a way I've never heard before and from then, I was all in. Um, yeah. Started hanging out with Luke more and more. He became my Young Life leader. Went on trips, went on spring break trips um, with him. And I was all in. Started going to church with him. And it was it. That was, that's the story. So for those who don't know, right, walk us through what, what does Young Life do? Yes. And what are kind of some of the services and programs that you all have? Yeah. And so in Young Life, we befriend students in hopes for them to know who Jesus is and hopes for them to have a relationship with Jesus. So although we have many leaders that go into schools, 
meet kids, um, we don't do it just to be friends with them. Although we want to be friends with Goodbye students, product, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't just do it to build up a club or build up a program. We do it to be friends with them in hopes that we get to introduce them to Jesus. And so, through that, we have many ways to get kids involved. Yeah, which is club, uh, which is basically a part of a purpose. It's a part of a purpose because we have a good time so we can talk about Jesus. Yeah. So that life on life discipleship and yes. yeah, context of relationship, sharing Jesus with those yes. because you already have an existing relationship with yes, them. Yes, we just are relational like, ministry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you have any like success stories that you can kind of think of that you can share? Uh, how, how long have you been with, with your life? So I became a leader in 2017. So okay. when I graduated high school, Luke asked me to be a leader my freshman year of college at the University of Memphis. And so I jumped right in and I served at my high school, which is not typical for what we do for many reasons. But, to start that quickly? Um, that and also serving at your high school just because the naturalness of you know you're in high school and you're still learning you know the faith and you might have maybe a reputation maybe you don't but just that idea of you know it's just not a good idea because so you're serving a year after you left yes so presumably lots of people already know you they know who you are and they're like you're acting like a super senior Mm -hmm. you keep showing up (laughs) and you graduated and I had students that said why are you here? And I'll be like, I'm here because you're here. Uh, I'm here to meet you. I want you to experience Jesus. And that was why I was there. And it was tough, but I had a little easier time because, you know, I pretty much stayed out of trouble and I was a, you know, star football player. I think it's safe to say that. And it was just fun to um, be back at my school where I was now leading my old teammates to Jesus and so success story would be um, a success story would be I went from being the team captain for many people that I played football with in high school to becoming their young life leader um, to them leading beside me in the same high school and so one story I can think about is my man one of my best friends Caleb Macklin um he also would come to fellowship with me before he moved. And he was literally like, I think he was a sophomore or freshman when I was a senior. And so when I became his young life leader, it was just natural that he would just follow my lead. And he started following Christ and really invest, you know, investing his time um, in his relationship with Jesus and our relationship. And when he graduated high school, we was working side by side, um, bringing our friends to Jesus, so meeting high school students, planning club, and having a good time while doing it. And that's probably the perfect model we will want for kids is that they that we meet them, mm-hmm. that they follow Christ. And while you're, their young life leaders discipling them, they're now discipling high school students. And so now you're essentially bringing your own kind of Timothy along with you. Yeah. And, just, and raising him up as well. And it's, and it's been, that's fun. And his class, that was class of 19. He was class of 19. And from that class of 19 in Millington, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. emerged like five young life leaders. Yeah. I have two of them that are on staff now. One in Georgia, one in my old area in Millington. And I have three others that have said yes to be a young life leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and that number has climbed past the class of 19. So I think the biggest success is from that is that not that I took a bunch of kids to camp, you know, mm-hmm. camp bike. That's amazing. You get kids to experience the best week of their life and they get to hear about Jesus in a different way. But mainly the biggest success is that they, they get it. They get that young life isn't just something fun to do. Mm-hmm. They get that they can give their life away and meet students not only in Memphis areas, but like, you know, like I said, I got a friend in Georgia right now chasing after high school students in a large school and it's tough, but he knows why he's there. Mm-hmm. And I got to recently spoke, speak with him and encourage him that, hey, it's not easy, but it's worth it. Um, and so that's the biggest success to me. Yeah. So being that everything is very relational, how, how can other folks get involved with Young Life other than serving on staff or doing what you do? I think there's many ways to get involved. We need people. Uh, I just think that we just need people and not just in a volunteer sense, not just financially, but we need people that can pray for this and like back us, you know? Uh, I think about, I think about in my old area of you know, we had families all over that would feed my team of leaders every Monday. Um, we had people that would open up their homes to have events, have campaigners, which is a small group where we open up the Bible and break down scripture together. Mm-hmm. Um, we need that. Like, we need people that's willing to say, yeah, you guys want to have a pool party after camp? Uh, use my pool. We need people that can say, well, I need five pieces just for club. I can buy those five pieces for you. Mm-hmm. Or your leaders are all career leaders, which means they have a job and they're also a young life leader. I will cook a home cooked meal for them every Monday because I'm sure they don't want to eat Chick fil A every single Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just really just people that can commit to help us out in small ways and big ways. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way Young Life has survived so long in Memphis. Yeah. Is people is bought in. Is of course it's because there's people that's been dominating for over forty years, monthly or yearly. But also it's people that have said, Yes, I can help you out. I'll continue to pray. Um, I can stand up at my church and say, Hey, this school needs young life leaders. Um, mm-hmm. who's willing to go and that's like what we need. That's how people can be involved. So what do you think the future looks like for Young Life, specifically here in Memphis, at Central, where you're yeah. at? I think the future is there's going to be a lot of students coming through Memphis in a while, and like in a minute. And we want to, I want to be able to reach every single kid mm-hmm. at, at, in Memphis. Mm-hmm. I think every kid deserves a Young Life leader. I truly believe that um, although kids might have great, they, they do probably have great parents, you know, they still need a life leader because there's just some things that they can't speak about their parents. And I also really believe like young life leaders are really good at um, having conversations. Um, and so I think that the future is growing in places 
to reach more kids. Me for, specifically at Central High School, I want to get to kids earlier. Uh, Young Life is high school ministry. We have a middle school ministry called Wildlife, mm-hmm. where we get to them at sixth grade through eighth grade. I would love to start Wildlife at Bellevue or at Snowden. Mm-hmm. Those are two middle schools that bleed into Central High School because now instead of finding that kid from ninth grade to twelfth grade, now I get them from sixth grade to twelfth grade. Mm-hmm. Imagine what that can do. Middle school's hard. High oh school's gosh, hard, yes. and so. And then just this bigger picture of, you know, we have seniors that in some areas have seniors that work wildlife, too. Mm-hmm. And so I have this beautiful dream of like, what if that football player that is following Christ invests his time in that sixth grader? That would mean the world to a sixth grader um, that they're, you know, being brought in front of Jesus uh, by the star football player at Central High School. Mm-hmm. And not saying that the star football player is the only person or that's the only thing that holds value, but I'm just thinking about how cool it would be to be best friends with a high schooler at your local middle school um, in front of your friends, all to bring them closer to Jesus. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the dream is to reach more kids, whether that's other high schools, um, me specifically, I want to spend more time at Lemoyne Owen uh, College. Mm-hmm. I really want to reach those uh, students that go to that college. Um, we already are reaching University of Memphis students, slowly getting there at Rose and CBU and the other schools, but that's what we want reach as many as we can. And yeah, and, and when you when you say that, that brings to mind to me like. I forget what the number is, if it's like six or how many relationships beyond your parents, essentially uh, reaffirming what your parents are telling you uh, about Jesus, about about um, life as a Christian. Yeah. That, that's that magic number that Young Life is contributing to that not only are they hearing uh, the gospel from their parents, not only are they hearing the gospel from the preacher on Sunday morning, they're not only hearing it from a student pastor, but they're also hearing it young life at school or from that, that college or that football player. Um, from middle school on, I feel like those are the most formative years. And yeah, um, yeah, for me, that's where a lot of my faith took place was from that sixth grade to 12th grade because of somebody like you. I didn't have young life at my school, but I did have a student pastor I was meeting with every week. Um, and it's kind of being that other person besides my parents uh, speaking into me, pouring into me. So yeah, incredibly powerful. Um, how, how, how do you guys... Um, what are your challenges right now? Because I'm sure yeah. you're you're vying for attention a lot as well, and extracurricular things like football, basketball, after school kind of stuff. What are your challenges? Me specifically, I'm at Central High School. Uh, I I love that the high school lets me like I don't have any like restrictions. Uh, my leaders and I are able to go into the pep rallies, meet students. We're able to go in the cafeteria, meet students after school, before school, different sport teams. Like it's amazing. The challenge I think for my school and many other areas is finding leaders, uh, finding people that's willing to say, yes, I can commit to this. I can spend you know i can commit to what i can to meet kids and really befriend them uh, mm-hmm. in hopes that they meet jesus and 
that looks different in many different ways. Um, no matter, I was thinking about this earlier, no matter, I was telling a friend, like no matter how much money is raised, like if somebody gave us a bunch of money to hire somebody at every single high school in the area, in the city, um, if the community isn't back, isn't backing it, it will fizz away. Mm-hmm. I've, um, you know, that happens where young life is happening well where you know kids are showing up and it's a lot of fun but if the community isn't backing it and I mean like praying and offering up their homes or offering up meals or buying into the idea then it just fizzes away you know because you need that Uh, it, it takes more than just one person that's on staff to be there it takes people that's willing to join in and say I can't give you 10 hours but I can give you three mm-hmm. I can show up to the school for one hour meet students and I can show up to club or I can't show up to club but I can help you meet kids and the kids I do meet we can open up the Bible on Thursday nights you know and watch Thursday night football or whatever and that's what we need we need people to say yes um, and not to this idea of what it should look like but and when I say should look like, not this idea of what young life should look like, because we do have our own ways of doing things. But what does discipleship look like? Mm-hmm. Uh, if discipleship looks like I'm a basketball coach, um, I have seven guys that are sophomores. And before the game, we open up the Bible or after the game, I get them peace and we open the Bible. To me, that's young life. That's somebody befriending these students and they're bringing them close to Jesus. Yeah. And so that's what we need. We need people that can say, or even people that can go, I don't have the money or much time, but I can commit to dropping off a group of students, you know, after club, because that's the challenge that I face also is I got kids at Central High School. I have kids all over the city, um, Barlick, North Memphis, Midtown, East Memphis. And they're high schoolers, so they don't, a lot of them don't drive probably. Not yet. And it's... I mean, it takes a while to drop them off um, just because they don't have that, you know, their parents can't pick them up, yeah. you know, and luckily I have leaders that's able to, you know, we can divide and drop them off, but it's not very sustainable right now. And eventually I pray that they do get the car and that way they can bring their friends along with them. But that's just one issue along of just, you just need people, you know? Yeah. So um, our, our engaged uh, campaign essentially is um, focusing on engaged champions like you who are already doing um, gospel-centered work in the city. And so what we're doing is, uh, for those who don't know, is um, 10% of the giving that came in from basically Thanksgiving to the end of the year, uh, we are earmarking 10% of that. And so some of that money is, is going directly to you all. Um, what I'd love to know is like, how, do, how does that gift get magnified with you yeah. all? I, I know um, a lot of your work is relational, so you can't just like buy relationships, but like, um, just love to know, like, like you said earlier, some of the future goals are meeting every kid at Central or every kid in Memphis. Um, what do you see, um, what do you see Engage helping you all do? Hmm. I see Engage helping us um, directly which is how we can get to kids and so whether that's we're able to 
me with them at school and before school or after school. Um, a lot of that comes from just being able to rally up students and say, hey, after school, after football practice, we're going to hang here. Um, me specifically, I have a time where I call it, we call it man time, where a group of guys uh, on a football team, after they practice, we meet up and we open up the Bible and eat pizza and um, we talk about what does the Bible have to say about me as a young man. Mm-hmm. And, and so through the Engage Fund, it will help us reach more kids and be able to continue on the work that we're doing in hopes that in the future we're able to say, okay, now we can start working on what's next. Now we can maybe not hire somebody to go here, but now we can say, okay, now we have the resources and the time to invest more into starting a great Bellevue night, you know, where we invite eight graders out uh, at Bellevue to have their own little event. And so it will help us really just continue the work that we're doing. Um, 90% of our funding comes from individuals. Really? Yes. Um, and a few others from other things. But 90% of our funding comes from individuals and families. And so this will help us continue on mm-hmm. the work that's already has been done. So I'm curious also, what is, uh, it, during man time, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, do, what do young men, high school age, what are some of the things that you're that you see or hear from them of what they think um, being a man is, or being a Christian man specifically? I I love that question. I had my own ideas of what they would say. Mm-hmm. I think as young life leaders, we're professionals at understanding students and being able to reach that one kid. And so. When I first started it, it was just like an on-ramping experience. I had like 14 guys sit down and we're eating Chick-fil-A. I think I had Chick-fil-A at this time, eating Chick-fil-A and I mapped it out fully and I told them, hey, as a man, I I don't believe you can be a man without being comprehensive, which means uh, a full man, all types of things. So not only are you masculine, but you're able to be, you know, also able to express your emotions and then I told him Jesus was a comprehensive man. I don't believe you can fully be a man without having a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I mapped it out fully, like all out there, like, hey, we're going to open up the Bible. I wanted to let them know, like, this isn't a time to play, although we will have fun, but this is what we'll do. And I thought that I would hear them say things like being a man is having this many girlfriends and mm-hmm. this many relationships with women. And they had some bright ideas. I underestimated those guys, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm being honest, um, just from my own understanding of what I remember in high school hearing from guys. Um, there were some really humble guys in this room. They were like, I don't believe I'm a man, but I'm on my way. Mm-hmm. And um, Man, that shows a lot of maturity just in itself to say that I'm yes. on my way. And I was shocked. Um, yeah. not, I was truly shocked because I've been watching them closely for over a year and for them to say that, I don't know if it was just a front, but I really believe that they were like really understanding that, man, I'm not there yet. And even the seniors are like, man, I'm not on my way. I'm not there yet. And mm-hmm. I noticed that they just want to, they just want to be heard and talk through some things. Mm-hmm. And again, did not expect that from young men. I expected them to 
gatekeep and trying to front in front of friends or the teammates. But I wanted it to be like a quick 30 minute thing where I just read one Bible verse and say, hey, next week we're diving in. And they would not stop talking. Man. Like, this guy's pointing at their hearts like, yo, I don't have much football film, and this is my senior year. I'm really hurt about this. Mm. And like, everybody's quiet and listening and encouraging him. And I wanted to cry in front of them so bad because I was like so happy because it's something that I wanted to do for so long. Um, over the summer, I really just want to invest my time and like these guys because I know that there's so many men out here that's trapping their emotions and eventually it's pouring out to the world in negative ways and they're harming themselves. And for these guys to stack cancer and say, yes, I will be there. Like, I'm here. I got guys to this day still texting me, hey, when we started back, you know, I just got back to town from training and different trips that I had to be on. But these are guys that's eager um, to learn more about Jesus yeah. because that's the only reason I can think that they're showing up. Mm -hmm. I, I would ask like the Lord, like, why are they showing up? Like they don't show up to this, but they show up to the Bible study. Like yeah. they don't show up to the fun, but they show up to the Bible study. And then he was like, man, they're showing up because of me. They, mm -hmm. they, they see it in you chance and they want to continue to like, explore what that is and they know it's Jesus. And yeah. That's, that's gotta make it. you proud as a leader, as a, as someone yes. who's invested your time I, with them. And that's what I want. I mean, what I love for them to show up to the fun stuff, of course, I plan the fun stuff for them to have fun. I want to have fun too, but ultimately these kids want to know who their creator is. That's awesome. Who they are, who they are you know, who their creator is. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's something that brings a smile on my face because I've seen it happen the other way around, you know, before. And I'm grateful that the foundational work that I'm doing at Central High School um, is the foundational work. Um, if I'm being honest, um, I've struggled with that, you know. Um, I'm building something at Central High School and it's not the way I pictured it would be but the Lord is revealing to me that if I'm the foundation, it can like it can't fail. Yeah. And I would much rather that be it versus the foundation be crazy game with whipped cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would much rather uh, the foundation be Jesus, and that's the way it should be, and that's the way that's what we're really pushing in the young life is that hey, we want kids to meet Jesus. We don't just show up to the school because. We love the power structure of kids running to us when we show up. We don't just open up the Bible so I can take a selfie and I can show the world that I'm opening up the Bible with students. Uh, we really want kids to have a friend and to know that Jesus um, is their savior. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap up our time here, um, what can we be praying for you? Uh, specifically for for where you're at for Central, and then also, man, is there anything else you'd want to tell people about Young Life and about what you're working on? I want to say, please be praying for. Um, I need one or two more leaders at Central High School. Mm -hmm. uh, there's 1,400 students there. Uh, Central High School is very special to me. It has a rich history in Memphis, a rich history in Young Life. And 
I need leaders to reach these kids. There's pockets of kids that I haven't been able to reach because I just don't have. You're just one person. I'm just one person, yeah. you know, and I have a team of couple others and now one more, but I would love more people that I can invest. Um, they can be all in on what they can't be all in on. Mm -hmm. And because that, that means a lot to me. I want to be able to reach the soccer kids, the, the band kids, the art kids, the kids that don't really do anything, mm -hmm. but they're all into anime, you know, like, yeah. and I've met all types of kids in all those pockets. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm only one person. So please be praying for um, leaders, yeah. leaders at Central. What else I want them to know, um, Young Life is doing amazing things from wildlife in the city to Young Life, which is high school ministry, wildlife is middle school, college, Young Life, all over different colleges, um, even the community colleges. We have kids from community college uh, that come. We have kids that are in trade school that show up. Mm -hmm. And we also do Capernaum, which is kids, uh, special needs. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have Young Lives, which is team moms. And so there's many different things we do in the city. I really believe in all those things that we do. Um, the people that are stacking hands in different areas and different communities are doing some amazing things in Norwegian students. And if you ever run into one of us or run into me, please pull us aside. And we would love to tell you about what the Lord is doing. Um, I believe that every kid deserves a young life leader it's one of my biggest joys um, to know that young life isn't everything but it is a tool that we use to bring kids towards jesus we're not the church um, but we are a great first step to get them towards jesus yeah all right so as we're finishing up here then tell us where can people find more information uh, about memphis young life and where can people maybe sign up to be a volunteer whatever that looks like yeah, just uh, you can find us uh, if you look up Memphis Young Life. We have an official page where you can give, uh, reach out, and also just be a part of our prayer group and all those things. Awesome. Well, thank you, Chance Taylor, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks, awesome. man. Thank Bye. you.